Um, hi, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. It's Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather. We're gonna we're gonna rush through this. This is uh I don't know. I'll figure out the week. I'll tell you all. It was last week. No, it was two weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say it would have technically been two weeks ago. We're late. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have uh, Frank Frazada's Death Dealer. This is issue number seven. Uh, this brings us back to the main storyline. The last two were kind of uh, technically one shots that were within the, the realm of this world, but this brings us back to the main character. Uh, I'm not sure if his name is Kerr or Kerr because it's K-U-R. So in my head, I've been saying Kerr, mm-hmm. who knows? Um, but this is him. Uh, he is in hell trying to retrieve the soul of the kid he accidentally killed when he had bloodlust. <laughs> um, but it also has a little bit of origin for him um, before he had the mantle of death dealer and explains kind of how he ended up with it and was cursed. So I still really like this series. The art in this one, I don't know what was different about it, but it just looked it, it wasn't different because it's the same artist, but it just, it felt different because it was just, I don't know, it's hell and it was like ice. It was cold, which is the yeah. opposite of what everyone has been taught that hell is. So I thought that was very interesting. It's a fun little twist. Yeah. It's a, and anyway, I love that book. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I've been having a great time with it. Um, and then I have Orc Island. This is issue number three. Um, this is just dealing with the, the group that went over to Orc Island to kill orcs and take their skulls back to their land to sell to the, the royals to get money. They get captured um, by the orcs and killed, pretty much. The other stuff goes on too, but that's the gist of what happens mm-hmm. here is they are, the orcs are getting revenge against the ones that they killed by capturing the group and torturing them, essentially. That's all. Okay. That's all. <laughs> um, I have a uh, Texas Blood. This is a uh, the first volume of the trade. This isn't new. I bought this several months ago, uh, and I have read it finally. I found time to freely read something, uh, and for some reason, I thought this was about monsters. <laughs> I, what is it about? Uh, it is this. Well, this story arc. It's about. Um, it's her it's like there's a lot going on here Mm -hmm. basically you're following a detective who is solving a murder you shift perspective to the brother who then goes down to the hall goes down to like texas to um figure out like what happened to his brother because he just knows that he was like he died when he gets mm-hmm. down there, he finds out he's murdered and then stuff kind of spirals out of control. Um, I really, I fucking, I love this. Like, you I did? Really, okay. I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know. I, I ordered the second treat, so maybe we'll find out if it is about monsters or if it's just like the humans are the monsters. I I don't know why I thought there were monsters in it. I thought it was a monster story too. It, it, it gives off that feeling like it is. Yeah. And in my head, I really thought it was like about vampires. I, I don't know. I projected something on this book that is not what this book is. Um, It was really great. I would definitely recommend, recommend it. So I will 
get volume two and I'll let everybody know about the monster situation. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> but otherwise it is just like straight up, like some like crime, crime shit. Okay. Is it nor? <laughs> I was just trying to see if it said like on the back, like what it is. A crime, monster crime. It doesn't, it doesn't say that. But... <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That would have been so funny. Uh, okay, let's move on. We've, we're going too slow. Uh, this is Chroma. This is issue number one. Heather did not get this, but read it. Uh, I did, and I'm very disappointed that I didn't get it. It was so good. Yeah, this is by Lorenzo de Felici. And yeah, this was like one of my favorite books last week. I was super impressed with it. I was not expecting it. I did have to say I did have say I did have someone tell me that it gave them like giver vibes. Okay. Which I was like, yeah, I guess like I get that. Um, yeah. But I don't know. There, I really love the art. I really like the use of colors. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just like an interesting little like fantasy story about, I guess, kind of like religious zealots mm -hmm. who switch their lives to like black and white to avoid these lizard people um but obviously there's like a little bit more to everything that's happening here yeah there's eggs <laughs> there's eggs there's, there's eggs, eggs and like yeah weird lizards so yeah I really really like those mm -hmm. and one kid who thinks that there is more yeah always one Thank goodness. Uh, okay, is are, are you going? Okay, no, we okay. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I just wanted to make sure. Um, next we have Batman One Bad Day. This is Mister Freeze. This is by uh, Gary Duggan and Matteo Scalera. Uh, this was probably my favorite one out of all the One Bad Days so far. I'm so glad you said that because that's how I feel about it too. It was so good. Like mm -hmm. I, I love Scalera's art and so I was like okay I think I'm gonna like it a lot because of that but I came out of it going like damn that was really good yeah this was probably the best one so far I like I, yeah I really like the flow of the story um <clears throat> it, it's weird because I also am like well what is the what is the point of one bad day mm -hmm. it's all the bad guys are having a really bad day <laughs> but like are they it's like, didn't it seem like a bad day necessarily? But yes, I guess. It seems like a bad life for him. Mm -hmm. Like having a bad time is what it is. But yeah, this is just the one of Mr. Freeze. And it's like a, it's a cute little Christmas story, you know? <laughs> I, did, of, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it has a lot, not a lot to do with it, but. Yeah, there's presents being given. Yeah. There's I did like how it was. being uh, sung. <laughs> um how dick was in this one i like that one i don't know why i was so confused when he was like in it i was like wait who is master richard <laughs> <laughs> but then i got it yeah i was like oh okay so this is like then this is like back a little bit so mm -hmm. yes i really enjoyed it i thought it was just really good yeah yeah okay. your turn. yeah i'm gonna go okay, okay this is uh, she bites this is issue number two this is just the story of a suicidal girl who is trying to earn enough money to go to scotland because she's going to kill herself there so she is hired by a vampire um who is in the body of like a 
tiny child. And basically in order to get the money, um, she has to accompany this little girl everywhere that she is not able to normally because she's in the body of a little girl. So she like buys her cigarettes, like it's her alcohol, like all that kind of stuff. And it's surprisingly fun. Like it's a lot of fun to read. Um, I don't know. It, there's there's something about it that is nice and there's also like some heartwarming scenes between the two of them because the the babysitter is not very confident she has very low self-esteem and so the vampire is like trying to help her realize her worth and stuff so it's it's just a silly little vampire <laughs> um and then i have uh sparks of chaos this is issue number one this is only three issue series uh, this is just a modern take on like Greek gods and stuff. Um, basically, they are reincarnated into certain bodies and stuff. And this, the main character, Silenus, is going around trying to find um, Dionys. Di- I can't. Dionys. Why can't I say it right now? What is wrong with me? Dionysus. Yes. <laughs> it did not come out. He is trying to find him because that is the god that um him and his people i guess worshipped and when he died they had no one left so he's trying to go around <clears throat> to find this god and then put him through the like trial steps to give him the title back of god mm-hmm. it's a uh, it was very oh, wow. interesting i really like the art for it um i like that is like a modern take on it mm-hmm. uh, and i like the idea of like how it was executed of the gods being reborn and stuff so like you have all these main gods who are in like average everyday looking people hunting this one main guy because he is trying to get Dionysus I'm not even going to try to say it Dionysus there you go um but yeah it's on this very small line um I don't I'm not sure if they did that on purpose uh sex (laughs) c-e-x that's what i'm gonna say anyway that's all <laughs> uh is it my turn then i guess mm-hmm. i have above snakes this is issue number five this is the last issue in this little story uh dirt just gets his revenge that's really i love it. that cover you kind of find out like more of the story but it's still just like huh? i really like this book very straightforward little western revenge story yeah well good do you think they're gonna do like a second part to it or is that all i think that would be it okay cool i hope they don't i hope they don't do a second part to it it's like it's fine leave it yeah they don't need to but yeah okay uh this is batman superman world's finest this is issue number nine now i'm like what happened in this book it's the introduction of the uh dan mora joker (laughs) Who I yeah. am obsessed with. Um, but yeah, just I guess, oh, I guess you find out more about the little the, the new sidekick and like what actually happened on his mm-hmm. on his world. He's a uh, training, I guess, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with uh Titans, right? Yeah, the Titan, Titans yeah. and Batman and Batman and Superman. Yeah, he's kind of learning the ropes from all of our superheroes in this story which was very cute. I like the difference between Bruce and Clark. Yeah, I would say they're just kind of pulling him at like different ways too, which mm-hmm. is like, you can see it's kind of 
doing something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, fun little story. And then again, we get Dan Mora's Joker. I love Dan Mora so much. Like, I I can't. I was thinking about it last night when I found that Kickstarter for the Claws books. Mm-hmm. I was like scrolling through everything in there, and I was like, Dan Mora is just one of the most incredible artists. Yeah, in exactly. I I can't even like this book. Even if I didn't like the story, it just is. It looks so good. Yes, that is like one of the best parts of this book is just like the way it looks and like the way everybody's drawn, mm-hmm. and, like the colors too. Yeah, this, I think that anytime that Dan Mora and Tamara Bonvillain are like on a project together, it's guaranteed going to be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's, it's fantastic. But I do like this book a lot. So, okay, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, this is Namor, the Submariner issue number two, Conquered Shores part two. Um, this is... I don't even know. Uh, this book was really hard for me to read. I don't. I don't like the art for it at all. Uh, this is just Namor in the future trying to figure out a way for people on land and people under the sea to live together and survive mm-hmm. with everything that's going on. He is him and Luke Cage are going to the Fantastic Four's like tower or whatever. They're no longer there. They're going there to try to locate somebody. There's a flashback. Let me see if I can find the flashback. Yeah, because there's a face that he makes that made me like, it was so bad. There it is. (laughs) And then her face down here. I just, I can't, it made it very hard for me to concentrate on the actual story because I just, I, I don't. I don't like the art and it makes me feel so terrible for saying that because I know the artist probably put in such hard work to yes. make this book, but I'm, it's not for me. I am going to have to take it off of my pole, <laughs> which is also a shame because I love Namor, but you know, um, oh yeah, these are my three. Mm-hmm. Um, this is DC's, this is War of the Undead Gods issue number four. Um, that's just continuing the story of them like trying to get the anti-life equation uh vaccine to people in the universe uh who have experienced the destruction from this <laughs> a lot of stuff happens in here um but yeah this i mean if if you've read dc's you know what it is they're just trying to make everyone better <laughs> and then i have uh phantasmagoria this is issue number three i'm not sure if i completely understand what is going on in this book because there's so many moving pieces like this particular issue was told in like three different people's perspectives and several of the characters look exactly alike so it, it was a little confusing for me but it's basically uh two wizards for lack of a better term, they used to work together and now they don't. And it kind of goes into why they don't work together anymore and what they are currently doing while trying to find the spirit or ghost or whatever that was Mm -hmm. possessing the character in the first issue. Okay. It's a lot. There's a lot going on in here. The art is like really good though. Like, especially with the horror aspect of it, like the monsters, all that kind of stuff. It looks great, but it's, it's just a little confusing for me. So yeah, I think it's but... only four issues. 
That's how that first issue was for me, where I was just like, I can't, this is too much. Yeah, it's weird because like the second issue made it more understandable. Like Mm -hmm. I was able to understand what was happening more for some reason. And then it jumped right back into this, which made me feel like a a child in the forest, just like Mm -hmm. reaching my hand out, trying to ask someone for help. Like I, it was very confusing. So I guess we'll see if it's four issues. If it's more than that, I'm going to have to take it off my pole because I can't (laughs) do it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, I will go. And this is Something is Killing the Children. This is issue number 26. For some reason, I thought this was the end of a story arc, but it is the beginning of a story arc. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. But er- Erica just got in a big fight with a monster. She is recovering. Um, the person who is after her has gotten into town and is now like basically doing their best to turn the town against Erica. So... I'm really interested like this book continues to just like slam along as like I, I don't know like it's just like it's really intriguing the way they just like keep the story going is it idea still, is just gonna, go ahead I was gonna say does it still grab you as much as it did like in the beginning yeah yeah I would say like that the way this issue ends it's like oh fuck like the way like the last like several like issues have gone like the last story arc into this is just like so different they did that flashback little like little bit of a story arc I don't know just does a really good job of like giving you all the pieces and then like taking you back and then like doing this like kind of like cat and mouse like chase sort of game Mm -hmm. So. well good good I'm glad because that's 26 issues in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's a lot if something happened to like lose your interest in that yeah I was saying it's definitely not done that yet very good okay so next we have immortal x-men this is issue number eight um this is just destiny and mystique solving crimes as Sherlock Holmes yeah I was gonna say they're Sherlock <laughs> Holmes era <laughs> this is what they do now um Um, that's really all that happens yeah I was gonna say I did really really like this one because it does go into sinister as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a little bit of like how he became who he is or like what he or what he's doing right yeah he's been doing for all along or yeah I don't know I don't know right okay next yes yeah, we have Bone Orchard Mythos, 10,000 Black Feathers. This is issue number three. And we just, yeah, get more of the story between Jack, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the other. I can never Tess. remember her name. It's not Tess, is it? That sounds right, but I don't. We'll just pretend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just kind of goes into what they were doing when Jack disappeared or like the events leading up to that situation and how their friendship is a little bit uh, strained mm-hmm. and then kind of explains what Tess <laughs> is currently doing while she's investigating the disappearance of Jack to see if she like missed something that the cops might have. I need to figure out her name. 
<laughs> that's gonna bother me yeah I don't know why I that does sound right though no Terry's the mom I don't know I'll figure it out later but yeah that's really all that is it's a little bit of a background I guess to the events that are taking place thanks there's a lot of twists and turns going on here yeah and I I like that it's told the way that it is like half of it is like what happened back then and then half of it is like present time mm -hmm. um but the thing about the the art is it can get confusing if you don't know where to look for the change because there were a couple times I did get confused like well wait what timeline is this and then it obviously becomes clear but I noticed that in the the second one too where we had the the story being told as well mm -hmm. the story that they were writing it's really good don't let that take you away from it it's just me reading a lot of comics at one time trying to keep up with it <laughs> Uh, all right. And then lastly, we have when this is thrown in the sky. This is issue number four. We've little, we learned a little bit about strawberry. I love um, strawberry and like his connection to, I guess the past and like what's happening. And, uh, I know him and wind have like a really good talk. I feel like, or an interesting talk. Mm -hmm. I do like the, uh, Again, it's like I said, I think the last issue, if they had a whole book of just the lore from mm -hmm. this world, I would be obsessed with it. And the story about the giants and how they separated and stuff is is so good. And the art for the story within mm -hmm. is incredible. I love this book so much. Yeah, this is definitely one of my my top top books for sure. Yeah. Every, every time I am like, oh, I'm having a great time. This is wonderful. And it always ends in such a way too, where it's like you dread what's happening because you know mm -hmm. something big is going to be happening next. And there is one issue left or is it is it six issues normally? I can't, I feel like it's normally six, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. I couldn't remember for some reason I thought it was five and I was like no there's only one more how are they going to tie it all up but then I forget they keep adding other story arcs mm -hmm. so it's not a big deal but I'm going to look that up real quick while I have my inventory open anyway no just kidding <laughs> I don't all right, have it. Well, well it's fine it's fine we'll we'll find out as we get there mm -hmm. uh, but that's it that's the last we've got we we blew through it I feel like we did a great job yeah um, we did great so go support your local comic book shops and your local libraries and support your friends and take care of one another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, we'll see you on the flippity flip.